I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is... Movies, Movies Against, against time. time. This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's List! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Night! And Big Mama's House! You're not allowed to go sleep huh? on my podcast. Oh. This is Movies Against Time. This week was Sylvia's pick. I picked The Bone Collector. November 5th, 1999. You beat me to a Denzel movie. I had one of his I was going to pick, too. The movie Man on Fire. I haven't seen that one yet. No. That's a remake. Is yeah, it? Yeah. Cool. I like watching the previous and the new when they come out. Now, I didn't know Denzel was in this one. I must have missed him. Oh, yeah. <gasps> you missed him? He wasn't very active. <laughs> this must have been a cushy gig. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He might have ended up with bed sores having to yeah. be there so long. <laughs> yeah. so this one's starring Denzel Washington, Angelina Jolie, Queen Latifah. Yep. Got some Louise Guzman, some Ed O'Neill, just a dash of Michael Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Queen Latifah's first movie? 99? I think she's pretty new. I'm not sure if it's her absolute first, but it might be. She's awesome in this. I think it is her first movie. Yeah, she was pretty good. <clears throat> I did love her in this. Yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah plays Thelma, the nurse for Denzel Washington's Lincoln Rhyme. I guess this is a series of books. This is the first in a, in a series of like 11 books called yeah. the Lincoln Rhyme series. It's pretty cool. If you like this movie, you should definitely read the audio or read the book. Yeah. <clears throat> or skip it and just do audio because no one has time anymore. I know. <laughs> Angelina Jolie plays Amelia Donahue, which they changed the name from the book from Sachs. It was originally Amelia yeah. Sachs, strictly because it sounded like sex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, I think you could have left it the same name and then we wouldn't have called you on it. <laughs> Probably not. I am happy that they took out the scene with Angelina not being dressed. I feel like it would have taken. Yeah, I guess down there the was movie. supposed to, there was supposed to be a sex scene with her. You're yeah. happy that about they, that? They yes, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I don't know. Good, great, thanks. <laughs> Almost had to see a naked Angelina Jolie. There's Damn. other movies, I'm sure. <laughs> Dodge the old bullerino bull, bullet. Is it bullet? Dodge the bullet is the phrase. Oh no, bodge the dullet on that one. So I thought I'd seen this one because I seen Along Came a Spider and Kiss the Girls and all these other movies that aren't this one. Yeah, and was like, I've seen it. Same time. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess that, that kind of started these movies. Seven yeah. came out and every studio wanted their version of Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's pretty clear watching this one. And that, even uh, there's a cameo from an actor from Seven in this one. Was there? Uh, the killer, actually. Oh, yeah. The guy at the end, Richard. He is in seven. He's the one that's strapped up in the sex dungeon and was forced to have sex with the girl and kill her. Oh, yeah. He made me fuck her. (laughs) Wow. That's the guy. I cannot remember him. I'm going to have to go back and watch seven now. I don't even think he ever has the mask off in it, right? Doesn't he wear a mask in that? Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but it is the same actor. 
<laughs> I was trying to like double check in this movie because they show one time with the bone collector his face, but he's in a mask with the eyes. And I was trying to make sure the eye color was the same for the actor earlier. Yeah. Now they do mess with you on purpose. There there are scenes where we see the the killer. Oh yeah. And it is played by Michael Rooker. Yeah, he's in he's under the mask. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I was trying to make sure you know how they did with Halloween and yeah. switch. That's what I was trying they, to check. I was like, "Are you switching things with they me? Wanted Are you being to, evil?" To they wanted to fake people out and make them believe he was the killer the whole movie. It's I see what they were going for, and <laughs> they almost they almost really did a good mystery movie here, but or thriller. My problem with it, and I'm sure you guys probably feel the same way. When you watch a movie like this, it is fun, and you should be able to. Watch along and play along and try to figure it out as well. Right. This movie says, fuck you. <laughs> this movie at the end is just like, oh, this guy just drove into town on a bus. It's him. Like, yeah. you never... They, they set up the red herring of Michael Rooker. Right. Chaney is his name in this. I keep calling him Michael Rooker, but... <laughs> yeah, the, I have him under as the sad face. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's another one that's great. He Yondu from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's in... Uh, the Walking Dead series. Yep. I could not stand him the whole movie. I just yeah. hated him every time he got on scene. He's just got that face and voice that's like, <laughs> you don't like me. I guess he's really great in real life. Like, he's like one of the nicest guys. Yeah, I've I'm heard sure that, yeah. he is, but I cannot stand him on movies when he... <laughs> and that's, I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's just that's the character. what he's, he's going for. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's working for him. Good yeah. job. <clears throat> you did it. <laughs> I love Luis Guzman. Every time we get a chance to see him. He's good, yeah. I loved him in uh, Anger Management. He's talking about beating the hell out of that guy. Yeah. The, the one red herring that got me that I was kind of betting on the whole movie, because I could tell they were really trying to make us feel like Cheney, Captain Cheney was the the killer. Yeah. I was thinking the the other guy that was working with Ed O'Neill, uh, Michael McClone is the actor's name, Detective oh, Kenny like Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was him. Huh. Especially after the, the whole thing with, with uh, Amelia in the apartment. Yeah. That was the one I was definitely betting on. I was bummed out when it actually shows the killer. I was like, well, that's that sucks. Because it's, I mean. I wish he had a little bit more time. Yeah, he's scene. only in it for a second. And also, his whole motive, it, we only find out about his motive at the end of the movie. Yeah. You don't learn anything about that in the whole movie. It's specifically just to get back at, at Denzel's character. Yeah, for something that happened before the film starts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing they have a prerequisite to it at <coughs> all is in the intro. They yeah. have it posted who the killer was, or actually who set up people to go to jail right. there's and everything. A, in, the, in the beginning credits, there's like newspapers and stuff, and one of the newspapers straight up says who it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't read those. I don't know. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> who would? I mean, I'm a, the average film goer is not going to stop every time there's text on the screen. Right. Yeah. I've done it before. <laughs> back when i didn't have cable and you just had a couple dvds yeah watch a dvd and it's like oh there's the, they pulled out a pamphlet in this scene pause it read the whole yeah. pamphlet yeah i actually I'm, one of those people that if no one else is in the room i pause it every single time <laughs> and i want to read it but yeah. everyone has to be not in like i do it oh yeah you're not gonna own. stop the yeah <laughs> so it's very difficult to do that I've done it a couple times when people are like holding pieces of paper, right? Like trying to see what's on the paper. Like, are they actually? Is that their, is that their, just their lines on that paper? That and I'm also sometimes curious, like how far did they go with this? Did they really write out everything they say? Like, yeah. um, that's usually what I'm trying to figure out. The best example I can think of, I was watching The Green Mile. Yeah. Or no, 
Yeah, the Green Mile, right? Michael Clark Duncan, Tom yep. Hanks. I'm thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they're talking. It's it's Tom Hanks's character and the I think the warden of the prison are outside talking, and the warden's holding a book, and it's supposed to be like the file on Michael Clark Duncan's character. And right. I paused it and I read it, and it's just like the first two sentences are repeated all the way down the paper. <laughs> I'm like, oh well, that's not fun. That might be the last time I did it. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> so we start out with a. Uh, uh, Lincoln Rhyme at one of his investigations walking around. I'm like, wow, he's right. done a lot better. <laughs> I don't understand that scene because it's, it's it looks like like a bomb went off or something. Yeah, I don't. They didn't really have much of an explanation to it. I don't like the way they do the the order of people onto the scene in this movie. Yeah, they're really big on forensics first, right? But these are active crime scenes, and yeah. you're sending in scientists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like why? Why would Denzel? Why would Lincoln Ryan be the one that goes into the bomb zone to, to rescue <laughs> uh, an injured NYPD? Everybody's there. They're like, we were waiting for you. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, in the books, it was he was the first one on spot at all things. He didn't let anyone come in because he <clears throat> wanted to check everything. So as soon as he would find out if there was a person alive, then he might send in help. Right. But until that. It was the police were going to damage the evidence. You're going to lose things. You wouldn't know who was actually there. Right. I understand that. That that makes perfect sense. But one great example is the second time Amelia goes on on the investigation. They're going after the the guy that was eaten by rats. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't know what's going on in that basement. No, the killer can still be in there. The killer, for all we know, is in there. Yeah. And he's like, just send Amelia in first. Yeah. No, this is an active. There, there could be a man in there killing people. Yeah. We should go in. No, hang back. That's not procedure. No. <laughs> anyway, so he's on that bomb explosion site. Crawls in there, flips the body over. He finds, and it, it's him, mm-hmm. but with a bullet in the forehead. Yeah. Is it? It's, it looks like there's a bullet in his forehead, doesn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah, and then some huge piece of. A metal construction that falls yeah. from the yeah. piping. And then he wakes up in the bed. He's a tetraplegic. Yeah. He can move his shoulders, his head, and one finger. Yes. Luckily, he's got them shoulders. Yeah. I would I would take that job. <laughs> They're like, oh, was it hard for you to, to do that? Having to lay down and not move around? It was a challenge, but I had to. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Go to work and lay in a comfy bed. Yeah, he actually went around and interviewed all kinds of quadriplegics to to get more of an idea how to play the role. Yeah. He talked to Christopher Reeve was one of them. I think that kind of acting today is the hardest though for most of the actors because they have to get a lot through with just their eyes and their smile and their mannerisms. Like they can't depend on action and things like that. They actually have to get their feelings across. I don't think most actresses and actors now know how to do that as well as the older ones. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I honestly think the moving around physical stuff, having to hit your marks, they call them, where they put tape on the floor and you have to figure out where exactly you're supposed to stop walking right, so the camera yeah. is in perfect shot. That all seems so stressful. <laughs> I feel like the facial expressions and lines would be so much easier if I didn't have to do a dance with it. Yeah, right. Although every time I try to act, it's like, now be sad. And you try to be sad and it's a one, a two, a three. Well, that's what I mean. You have to get the tears and the crying, and there's there's nothing but your just face to show anything, 
and the in your tone of the voice like that seems more to me but that was a throwback to when i was talking about that one time i went to acting class mm-hmm. i was ignoring it okay just checking because oh god that was the episode nobody wanted to be involved with. i mean you all hated hearing about it imagine having to do it as a child sorry y'all had to hear about that <laughs> Just so you know, you're going to have to go back a few episodes if you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, no reason to <laughs> relive that. <laughs> if you uh, if you guys want to hear the full story, it'll be on the Patreon. Yes. There's yeah. <laughs> no Patreon. <laughs> I think we cut from that, him waking up, and uh, Delma running in to check on him. We cut to the Rubens getting out of the airport. Yes. Getting into right. the cab. The death cab. Yeah. Isn't that a band? <laughs> Death Cab. Something. I don't know. It could, sounds like one. Yeah. Sounds like a good murder mystery horror. Maybe you'll have the next Death hit. Cab for that's a band. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, it seems super important. I might, I might as well hop on the internet for that. I feel like that'd be a movie. So I was kind of like irritated because we're both of them sleeping in the cab because I know her husband was sleeping. But did she go to sleep too? Because I feel like her saying they're going the wrong way and everything was a little, took a little longer than it was supposed to. Yeah, death death cab for cutie. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think just he was asleep, and she was just maybe not paying attention so much. Okay. Yeah. Leslie Rubin and Rubin. I didn't catch the guy's name. <laughs> I just consider them husband and wife. Yeah. The first victims of the bone collector. Which, have you looked up some of the reviews of this movie? No. I, I usually try not to, but I couldn't find a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, so I read a couple of reviews. Right. People, have, almost every one of them says the wrong, like, has the wrong details about this movie. Huh. Like, the bones that he leaves behind, everybody's saying that they're bones of the victims. They're not. They're, they're animal not. bones. They're animal bones. He's actually right. taking the bones of the victims. <laughs> they're like, oh, they leave behind, he leaves behind his calling card, which is bones from the victims. I'm like, What? No, he didn't. <laughs> Did you even watch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was getting mad at all the reviews because <laughs> they do in, in the uh, in the movie for a second they do say you know Angelina Jolie's character says it's a human bone. Yeah. Well, but, he said, "Is it is is it human?" It's, yeah, I, think I, so. I think so. Yeah, and it's not. Later it's a on, this, it, that was a cowboy. Yeah. Even the hair that was there wasn't even human hair. It was yeah. from a rat <laughs> shaved from a rat. Yeah. That was a weird <laughs> detail. The idea of the movie, he's a bone collector, so he's collecting the bones. He's not, right. he's not leaving them. <laughs> that bugged me so much when I read those reviews. <laughs> what about the the locks on the doors? Yeah. They, they, he tries to get out of the cab. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it, when the speed... He sharpened the posts on the on the yeah. pull tab for the locks. So it's, it's like a razor? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. That's... He sharpened them. He took out the handles. Any way you can leave the back of the cab, it's gone. Yeah. Whenever it cuts to Lincoln Rhymes' apartment, all I keep thinking is that is a fucking nice apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like my dream apartment. Man, yeah. In the middle of New York City, yeah. that that huge apartment. Yep. That had to cost a pretty penny. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he had to have gotten a really good lawsuit after that thing fell on him, no matter which way you put it. Because he was in there all stupid. Well, if it wasn't him, it would have been a cop or it would have been a medical physician. It's somebody was going to happen if they had to be the first one on scene. It really doesn't matter who. <laughs> Someone's getting a good payoff. We cut to uh, Amelia Donahue, Donahue, Angela Lee's character, sitting at the window, her boyfriend, maybe. Yeah. 
or just friend with benefits. Friend with benefits in bed. <laughs> that guy cracked me up. That I also kind of suspected him. Oh yeah, because he we see him in the beginning. He has this weird <clears throat> back and forth with her. It just feels odd, and then we yeah. don't see him again. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> no, not him either. Her back and forth with him doesn't make sense until you get that argument between Amelia and Lincoln. I, it cracked me up though because he's got like a like the New York <laughs> Italian. Hey, uh, Amelia, my therapist says we can't bang no more. <laughs> What's he say? My my therapist says I'm not getting what I need from this relationship. Okay, <laughs> he's seen a therapist and she's the one who needs one. Yeah, <laughs> she gets the. The call to go to the tracks. I guess the kid called in. Mm-hmm. Of course, it doesn't call in saying I found a body. It's just there's a kid says he found something. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No details. Yeah. I wish they kind of put the part with the book in because how they described it was they had a call in that they think somebody's dead and or they think they found a body. And the guy goes, is it dead? He says, I hope it's dead. <laughs> I hope he's dead. Like it, it should not be alive for, for the sake of this poor man. Yeah. <laughs> she gets on the scene, sees all like the the stacked evidence all set up on the tracks. Yeah. By the way, you're a bad serial killer. <laughs> yeah. If that was your plan, was to leave your evidence on the active railroad tracks. Well, I mean, it makes sense in the end. They're going. They're trying to go after the forensic guy. So. <laughs> yeah, I think. He's trying to make it where both of them have a blame. If you don't get there, if you don't figure it out, it's not just my fault. It's your fault, too. I get that, but the kid called in the body. Yes. Did the serial killer know that kid was going to be playing near that railroad track (laughs) in time for her to get there and see the evidence before the train came? Yeah. (laughs) Or is he just a bad serial killer? (laughs) I guess bad serial killer isn't the right word for it because he is killing the people. He's good at that. Leaving the evidence is kind of shoddy. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, he gave them two clues. He gave them the ring, and he gave them the paperwork. And I'm sure he was hoping the paperwork just got lost because he just <clears throat> wants to go kill people. Yeah. Let me just kill people. The train's coming. <laughs> Luckily, those things stop on a dime. Yeah. <laughs> it would have ran her over. Yeah, I mean, we, we hear commercials <clears throat> all the time on the radio. Don't. Trains can't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes a mile for a train to stop all yeah. the way. She just raves her flashlight in front of it, shuts it down. <laughs> it seems irresponsible to show that to people. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of irresponsibility in this movie for people. <laughs> yeah. She runs over, hands the kids some cash. Hey, go get me a disposable camera. And we know he would have just taken off yeah. the money. See ya! <laughs> you ain't never seeing that kid again. <laughs> Which I feel like other cops could have got there sooner. Than that kid running to a store and getting a camera and coming back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she put the call in after that, but she saw the rain. That's why she sent him. Because mm. it started raining and she saw the evidence was going to disappear. Gonna wash everything away. Right. Yeah. So she, she gets the disposable <clears throat> camera back. Kid comes back. Thank God. Good Samaritan. Yeah. What was that kid doing? There was no other children. It was just some kid out yeah. in the middle of nowhere <laughs> next to some broken down car. Hanging out on the railroad tracks. Yep. Maybe he didn't have a family. Maybe that was his home. Or he's the killer. That's true. <laughs> Michael Rooker, Captain Cheney, shows up. We get a first example of how much of a dick he is. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the one that stopped the train? That was me. Pretty dumb. Why don't you stop at the Grand Central Station, too? While yeah, you're he at didn't it. read Ryan's book. 
No. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be. Rams is supposed to have taught him. He's supposed to be on his team. You see him at the beginning of the movie yeah. and his crew. He has a small little splash cap. There's so much animosity between those two. Yeah. And he just seems to hate Angelina Jolie for the whole movie for no reason. Yeah. We never understand why he hates her, but he does. They were just trying to make you hate him and think he was the killer. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> I like every time. It's probably, I mean, it's kind of insensitive to actual disabled people but i just I, I get a crack at it every time lincoln rhymes gets a call or someone at the door tell him i'm out running tell him i'm skiing he <laughs> <laughs> always has some crazy thing he's doing yeah. ed o'neill it's a rare ed o'neill appearance you don't see him in a lot of movies no no i loved it i loved <clears throat> him on married with children yeah i mean just modern, seeing modern him yeah and i was think there's another crime show he might have been on for a couple but i can't remember what it is but every time he's yeah, on set i'm happy too. i can i can remember but i can't place it it's irritating me to know uh, he was kojak <laughs> no <laughs> i don't think so no oh i found a weird little piece of information about this one kind of just somewhat about this dragnet Dragnet. That makes sense because I oh, love three to Dragnet. 04, he was one of the Dragnet characters. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was there. I just couldn't place it. And I was refusing because I was like, it will come to me. So Queen Latifah plays Thelma, the nurse. Mm-hmm. She also was considered for another nurse. A nurse for Adrian Monk. Oh, yeah. She was that been cool. originally one of the ideas for Monk's assistant. I would have loved her in that. Yeah, I think so too. It probably would have... I don't know. She had so much else going on other than acting that it made. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get all the Peregrine Falcon imagery symbolism. Yeah, I didn't quite catch on to that either. I feel like I'm too dumb for that part, but they were really throwing it in our face. So, <laughs> like, I understood they were showing me it for a reason, but I just didn't catch on. I think it was the fact that he had a connection with the birds. Like, you would get irritated when anyone went to bothered them like he had no friends he had nothing this was his amusement was watching them come back and forth i got he liked the bird you could tell that but they use it as like a symbol like it comes back a couple times i don't know i think it's like life's still there right because the um one of the things about lincoln rhyme is he's fully intends to kill himself because every time he has a seizure he's having these seizures and every time he does there's a risk of him becoming a vegetable and that's the only thing he fears more than anything else is just his mind not working. C- comatose is the right word for that, right? I believe so. I'm trying to figure yeah. out how not to say vegetable every time because I think yeah, that's I mean, that's what they say in the movie. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comatose. That's where you're awake, but you can't. Right. So he has talked his doctor into doing a cis suicide. Yeah, his, his transition. Yes. Right. And that is illegal in New York City. Yeah, I think every city, right? No, it is not. Really? I'm not sure about that. I don't know. There are five states that you can legally have physicians assistant suicide. Now, in this movie, were you actually talking about assisted suicide or were we talking about just turning off his assisted living devices? (laughs) <laughs> um, he can breathe on his own. He functions, I think, okay, because in the book they go into how he can't do it on his own. Like everything, even if they turn off his medical, that's still somebody that can get arrested for the crime because that's still helping. Right. So no matter which way you put it, he can't do it on his own and he needs help. So 
Yeah, it's Oregon, New Mexico, Vermont, Montana, and Washington are currently the only ones allowed with efficient assisting suicides at this moment. Wow. Well, now you know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> do not do it. Suicide is not what you're supposed to do. But if you're gonna... <laughs> Washington, Montana, Oregon. (laughs) But that's the connection between Amelia and Lincoln. Is somehow they see, even though she's not a person that has tried to die with suicide, she is a survivor of a suicide with her father. Right. There's a couple times in this where Lincoln comes off as a real dick. (laughs) Like... The time he brings up the dad's suicide. Oh, yeah. And more specifically, when he asked her to cut the lady's hands off. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of rough. I'm like, that's not how. There's no way that the, <laughs> the first responding officer gets to cut her hands off before anybody else gets there. Yeah, that's a bit much. Uh, but but her, her pictures were so good that she gets called in to meet with Lincoln Rhyme. She's, she's trying to transition, if you will, to youth services. Right. I guess it'd be like an easier... <clears throat> Desk job kind of thing. Yeah. Well, with children. Yeah. So she's in like a drug class talking about how most inner inner city kids are introduced to drugs by the fifth grade. That <laughs> one guy in the, in, the, in the class that you'd like to... They're, they're showing a suitcase full of every drug. Yeah, how hot is that? Odd is that for a cop to say to another cop? But you know what I was thinking when it was happening was, man, imagine getting your hands on that suitcase. <laughs> and then the guy <laughs> says it, and she looks at him all mad. And I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't say it to her. <laughs> I was thinking that that's what every cop in there was thinking. Jesse is the only one the balls enough to say it. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're a cop, and you're going to say to another cop, you want those drugs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of this movie kind of just takes place in the apartment around Denzel's bed. Yeah. Just kind of weird. It didn't take me out of it, but I did. There was a couple times watching this movie where I'm like, man, there's just a lot of people standing around this guy in a bed. They did film it pretty well. They kept the camera moving. Yeah, they did. It's not like they locked on him in one it, position. It all doesn't the time, feel either. claustrophobic or. Yeah. No. Luckily, he had a very open planned apartment. Yeah, he has the biggest apartment in New York City. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you got a good lawsuit. Him and Mr. Deeds have the best realty, like realtors in the city. Not Mr. Deeds. Uh, Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Big Daddy's apartment? That was yeah, another was great huge. apartment. Yep. <clears throat> we meet Lu- Luis Guzman's character, who is Eddie Ortiz. So he's forensics, right? Or lab tech? I think so. He's the one that can, like, you give him a substance and he tells you what it is type yeah. of guy. Yeah. They have kind of a fun little thing with how's your mom? Oh, she's good. She's dating. She's what is she? She's seventy years old, seventy six years old, or something. Something. She's stooping her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's not her. I'm worried about. It's him. He's seventy nine <laughs> with a tricky ticker and an active pecker. But I love that we get to meet his mom at the end of the movie. Yeah, for a quick second. Ed O'Neill or uh, um, oh, Detective Paul. His family at the end kind of looks like the Married with Children family. It does. Oh yeah. I wonder if they're trying to make like a little spin back to it. Yeah. They they figure out from the clues they have that the next murder is going to be at four o'clock. And they, they're right. able to figure out exactly where it's going to be. <laughs> and then we kind of, we keep getting cut back to Mrs. Rubin tied up in some yeah. dungeon, like around a bunch of pipes. 
She's, Freddy, Freddy Krueger's basement. Yeah. <laughs> his boiler room. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's realtor gave the, the killer. Yeah. She's somewhere under the streets. Yeah. <clears throat> under the piping in New York. And he's, the killer's like, this. Th- that was kind of cool. I mean, some of the murders are kind of creative. He's, he's yeah. loosening the pipes to some the huge steam pipe and points it directly at her. Yeah. I think it was on Opal Street. Was that the one? Because of the oysters? <clears throat> oh, I don't know. Yeah, the sound, the sand that they found at the first crime scene wasn't sand. It was crushed oyster shells. Yeah. yeah. And there was only, I think, two places where the oysters were found in New York. And then that bolt, there was only three places where it was still being used. It yeah. was only steaming shafts. It's kind of like the NCIS or, or um, a lot of those type of investigation shows where it, mm-hmm. it's like that you'll see a picture and it's like enhance, <clears throat> enhance, yeah, yeah. and they like somehow get more pixels yeah. than the picture had and they can enhance all the way to read someone's ID. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those movies. Anyways, they're on the scene. They get to like a newly built cement wall in between yeah. Mrs. Rubens and, and where they got to. And they hear her crying on the other side. They try to shut off the steam pipes, but the killer had sabotaged it. He had cut. Cut through one of the posts for the valves. Yeah, like halfway through the valve. So when they actually tried to put pressure in and close it, it just snaps off. Yeah. And then it's a steamed Reuben. Yeah. Yep. So sad. That sounds delicious. Which I don't understand. They were investigating it and figuring out where she was. At the same time, he was setting her up to die. And then he had time to build that cement wall <laughs> and for the cement to cure. Yeah. <laughs> before they could get there. Yep. I don't know. He's using some pretty damn good cement. <laughs> That's like the crazy glue of cement. Yeah. <laughs> Did he show them show him building the wall? They don't, but it looks no, brand new. No, but I new. mean, the way I, the timeline works out, it had to be... How else would he have got out if that was the only way in? Yeah. Well, well I'm thinking <laughs> that... He had to have done some things beforehand because they came to the conclusion these hints, these little pieces of paper and everything are from a book. So right. he already has all the things he's he needs. He's got what he's going to do plotted out. Yes, yeah, sure. everything's plotted out. So everything beforehand is getting done because he's an organized ser- serial killer. He's not one that just is spontaneous. So he knows what he's doing. The only thing he's leaving to chance is grabbing the people because he already has the clues fit. He already has everything set in his yeah. head. He just has right. to grab the person, and everything else is ready to go. Right. So Lincoln had already told Amelia that like th- their job is to rescue her or try to rescue her. Your job is to get the evidence if they fail. Right. So they failed. She has to go get the evidence, and she has to go in alone. Mm-hmm. Other cops ruin crime scenes. <laughs> She's going through, and she is just having the worst time. Just <laughs> trying to take pictures. Like she, she's nowhere near the body. She's like, I see it. I can't do this. I can't do this. No, <sighs> come on, walk the grid. Starts walking the grid, which I, I like that phrase. It's like buzzing the tower, walking yeah. the grid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, she, she's getting little pieces of evidence, and she kind of sucks at it. Like she, she didn't take a picture of that bone before she grabbed it, started right, looking yeah. at it. And she got blood on her gloves and puts it back. Puts her gloves in her pocket, and like she's getting blood everywhere. Um. But he hears how much of a problem she's having just taking pictures. Right. And he's like, all right, uh, tell me about the handcuffs. They look old. Okay, we need those handcuffs. So grab the saw. And I'm, my dumbass was like, oh, he's going to have her cut the handcuffs. Nope. Nope. 
I'm going to need you to go ahead and just cut her hands off at the wrist. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's Do a bit it. much. Cut her hands off. No. Cut them off. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. Yeah. I mean... There's no reason you would think anyone would want to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. She's like, well, just let the other crew come in and take them. Yeah. He's like, no, they'll mess it up. <laughs> oh, the, they're all thumbs. Oh, yeah. Let let the medical professionals come in. No, they're all thumbs. It takes a real beat cop to cut off a woman's hands. <laughs> Not a medical professional. So she doesn't do it. She kind of, she throws her headset down, destroys the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> I never really hear about the handcuffs again. No, you don't. He, he, he needed them so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what kills me. He acts like now that she didn't do it, there's no way of getting those handcuffs. Yeah. And apparently there wasn't. That was the only <laughs> way to get them. She's back at her apartment scrubbing her hands with bleach. Don't blame her. <laughs> Seems a bit much. I mean, think about it. There's AIDS. There's hepatitis. There's probably millions of other things. Even yeah, though We're not talking about snacks. What? Rude. And then there's the fact that you... Just don't want to touch something dead. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When I get touched by Maggie's, it skis me the hell out. <clears throat> I'm always in there scrubbing. I well, don't that's why I tell you touched. to leave my snacks alone. Oh, uh, yeah. You did eat snacks at the Maggie's, do you? And AIDS. At all, or did I just miss it that the victims were all missing portions of bones? Yeah. they Like the first guy, his finger was. Right. Part of his finger was gone. Yeah. And her, I think it wasn't bone. It was. There was they, like, he cut into her forearm. Yeah. But they didn't mention that the bone was removed. Yeah, as far it, as I know, the only like tie to the bone collector is just the title of that book. Yeah. I don't know that he's actually taking their bones. In this movie, that he doesn't take their Do, bones. He does it in the book? He, Yeah, he does it in the book, and he's obsessed with watching the bones and seeing them. This is going to get confusing. So the movie's based off of a book yeah. about a killer who's killing people based off of a book. The book he's <laughs> killing people off of is a make-believe book. The book the movie's based off of is a real book. <laughs> and my snacks are AIDS maggots. <laughs> now everybody's caught up. So she's back at her apartment. She had that breakdown. And she falls asleep at her at her couch, takes the phone off the hook. And we, we do get like a little teaser of, of the cab, the inside of the cab that has that hanging trinket from the mirror. Mm-hmm. Right. By, by the way, that's a red flag. Yeah. If you go to get into a cab in New York City and hanging from the mirror is a hanging from the neck noose <laughs> little cartoon guy. Uh, I don't even think we have cabs anymore there. I think they do in New York still. Yeah, in the big cities they still do. That's a thriving market. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, so so she has a knock at the door. It's thundering out, so you can't, She she's like half awake, half asleep. You think maybe she's doesn't know if it's thunder or knock. Plus she drank some. She drank a little bit of that. Jess, little Jameson. It, it knocks and knocks and then starts trying to open the door, which seems creepy. She goes and looks out the, the peephole and there's nobody there. So she just goes out there. I'm like, that's why would you go out there? If somebody knocked and I looked and you're not in front of my door, n- now my obligation is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do nothing else for this situation. I can go back to bed. Well, it's a good thing she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Because Frico is going to break in her window. <laughs> he should have known better. Yeah. That's them setting up the red herring of he's the killer. Because right. he would go to her window. and Yeah. Nope, he's just very dumb. It's the detective Solomon, Ed O'Neill's partner. He, he's like looking around the apartment as she's getting ready to go back to Rhyme's house. And he finds he finds uh, 
like a old catalog with her on it as a model right for like back to school clothes mm-hmm. and i love when a movie does that when they actually recognize the fact cuz it's like like a lot of these schwarzenegger movies or, or you know angelina jolie you you're way too beautiful just to be a cop and it's <laughs> it's strange yeah like it's weird <laughs> you're so pretty to be a cop so they actually say something in this movie to like it's refreshing that they're like, okay, we recognize that she does not look like a regular cop. So, right. that, yeah, I used to be a model. You have to say that because otherwise it's like people don't look that way in real life. No. I wish they had done the part in the book why she didn't model. She Because of what happened with her father, she had anxieties and things afterwards where she'd start biting her hands to the nub and make it look really ugly and stuff. Oh, she so, wouldn't stop doing it, so she had to quit modeling. Uh, okay, so that's a thing in the book, too. <coughs> I thought it was just like, hey, we get it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, well. Movies aren't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't think she was getting ready to go back there. I think he forced her into going back there, which irritated me, too, because when she gets there, Lincoln's like, he does that, like, apology and says, was that what you came here for? And I'm like, no, dude. You just sent this stupid officer to her house, forced her to come back over here, and then you say that to her? Well, that's what, what I was saying. I think he was kind of a dick, because that's, <laughs> that's the same moment where he's like, is it because of what happened to your dad? And he, she sees that he has the, the thing pulled up yep. on his screen with his magic button. He has this mouse button that does everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one button, <clears throat> and it does all of the things. Here we are 20 plus years later, and we still can't do that kind of stuff with a computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My computer barely turns on. <laughs> and she's like, you just don't know when to stop, or something like that. Yeah, she has some good back and forth with him. I, I don't understand why she's so standoffish with him from the get. Yeah. Like, right when she meets him, she's like, yeah, you, you don't impress me much. Do, do, do. <laughs> Just because you're a cripple, you can talk to people however you want. Yeah, yeah. Do you think because of your condition, you could just boss people around? That's truly pathetic. So, okay, well, he just asked you to help, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just hates cripple people. I mean, it's not like he just asked her to help. He pulled her out of her class she was waiting for for months to be able to do. It wasn't, she already got screamed at from, what was it, Captain Hawk Howard, Cheney. Yeah, about how she did everything wrong and everything else. She's like, oh, thank God I'm off this beat with these people. I'm going to go do something easier. And then he goes and ruins her whole plans for her life. Damn. I mean, he's he's a dick. <laughs> so from that last crime scene, all they got was the bone that turned out to be a cow bone or a piece of a cow bone and the shaved rat's hair. Right. Other, otherwise, no real evidence from that crime scene. Yeah. And there are- How many people in the world in real life could take those two things and narrow it down to a specific location? Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> they're getting a little piece of paper, too. But that little piece of paper doesn't come yeah, together it was until it, the very insignificant end. Insignificant to later yeah. on. Yeah. Did they get the manure sample with that one, too? The manure, I think, is the next one. No, because that's the water place. They're at the dock. No, that's the last one. We're talking about the steam. Okay, pipes. I was thought the we very went to next, the next one is that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So the, ne- the all those clues, the 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 myriad of clues, which is a bone <laughs> and some hair, yeah, <laughs> leads them to believe that the next victim is going to be in a slaughterhouse. Yes, that is the manure. If the next one goes to the slaughterhouse, they find nitrate, which is poop when it 
be right. But what Bob's saying is like, yeah, even still, that's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) They even have a like. That's the point where he sees the the bone, the nitrate, which which Luis Guzman's like. Well, that also comes from shit. Yeah, and the hair, and he like. It cuts to to Denzel Washington, and he's like looking off in the distance, and all of a sudden you see, like his mind is going through old newspaper articles, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just like eidetic memory is like, uh, this building in 1908 had <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just figures it all out. Yeah. So they know to go to a slaughterhouse. They, well, they narrow it down to three, and he's like, actually, just go to this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted the fact that that was the oldest state, and since the guy liked old stuff, he just went with the oldest state. I mean, they they kind of explained his his train of thought how to get there, but yeah, IRL that ain't happening. No, <laughs> he's supposed to be like monk. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. You don't understand the the wonderfulness of his mind. You just go with it. You have to just go with it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, in seven, we did seven, and that was a great one. That's a great example of this type of movie. Yeah, the 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 clues. They're not always there. Sometimes, he, like like Morgan Freeman has to break the law to to get the guy's library yeah. uh, account yeah. and stuff. Like he, this one, it's just like we found a pencil. Oh, they're at the White House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gets there, and and that's the one. That's the one where I was upset. I'm like, okay, there's no reason why she should go in alone. Because they, yeah, no. Even the movie sets it up like this is just now happening. Like yeah. it seems like he just tied the guy there and cut him and had the rats come. Yeah. Well, the officers didn't want her to go in. Yeah. Just for some reason, they listened to Lincoln about yeah. everything. And Lincoln is weird about crime scenes. Like he's not logical about them. Yeah, I feel like he's putting people in danger. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's too into forensics. Yeah. Like he's not even worried about saving people. He just wants to solve. Yeah, yeah. So she goes in, and it's it's the rat guy. It's the one that he cut open and left for the rats to eat. That's gruesome. Yeah. They have a little CGI rat jump at his face at the screen. Kind of cool. <laughs> she gets there, and there's rats everywhere. She tries to throw something to make them go away, and, and they're still just kind of gnawing on them. So she just... She is a beast with a revolver. Because she <laughs> yeah. no-scopes that rat off of a pipe in the ceiling with a, with a snub-nosed revolver, which is not easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, the gunshot. So all the cops are now running yeah, yeah, in. Now they're all rushing in. If only she had like a radio, she could have called in and be like, "That was me." But no, <laughs> no, she's only on the radio with, with Denzel. Yeah, I know. Even later in the movie, like, <laughs> I get it in this part because she's wearing an earpiece that, like, you could think, okay, that earpiece goes directly to him, right? Type He's of deal. Telling her what to do. But then towards the end, she just grabs some cop's radio and is talking directly to Denzel, and no <clears> one else <throat> hears. Yeah. She walks the grid. I forget what what all clues. Oh, the matchbook. Right. Matchbook she finds at that scene. It was edited from that one? I think so. And I think just another scrap of that yeah. ancient paper. I think there was a leaf. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. That's the type of evidence. It's like there was a pencil eraser. <laughs> uh, there's no fingerprints. They don't even dust for prints in any of these scenes. No. Their fingerprint was on the All these places matchbook. are so grimy. They probably won't get any anyway. Yeah. The fake fingerprint was on the <clears throat> matchbook. But that that's not something Lincoln Rhyme tries to find. That's just Cheney's. She 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 even says when when he's dusting it for prints, she's like, there won't be any prints on it. <laughs> well, you're wrong. There was a print on it. <laughs> and the fact that he used the finger of the guy that's dead under that car, that's yeah. I mean, that's a piece of the puzzle <laughs> that yeah. he did that. So if you weren't brushing for prints, you wouldn't have known that. Yeah. They act like that's like a like a <clears throat> loss. 
Like, oh, they, they followed the print back to a dead guy under the car. No, it's good you found the dead guy. Because if not, then you didn't find out there's a dead guy there. <laughs> I think it's showing that the department needs to work together with both people because everyone has their good skill set and you should work together and not be like, this is just mine and this is just yours and we shouldn't yeah. have anything to do with each other. Like, that's what I think those little things were about. Yeah. But, I mean, Rhyme says, man, that sucks. He scored one for the other team. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's <laughs> not really how that works. At this point. Like, maybe that fingerprint was supposed to be the clue to find the next victim, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. At, but at this point is when and Captain Cheney decides that this is enough. <clears throat> it's now no longer Lincoln Rhyme's investigation. He takes everybody out of the apartment. Yeah. And now it's just the police are going to handle it. Which I guess the police were handling it. They say Lincoln Rhyme is still a cop. Yeah, they said he he was still collecting full pay, right? Yeah. Yes. Which I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> <laughs> just get the best apartment in New York City, lay around all day, yeah. get full pay. <laughs> I think it works because the department can go over there whenever and make him do things. Yeah. He doesn't really have a choice. He says he does, but he really doesn't. Captain Cheney has Amelia sit with him at his desk for like a really long time. It seems like he's like reprimanding her, but he's not. Like it cuts away to other scenes and cuts back to them still at the desk. And they're just quietly looking at each other from each side of the desk. <laughs> yeah. They're having a cat stare off. Yeah. <laughs> She steals the evidence bag from his desk while he's away, brings it to Lincoln in, in his apartment. Right. She, it was weird. She takes it out of the bag and she's like, you have to smell it. <laughs> and she tries to like put it up to his nose with, with tweezers and drops it on him. Yeah. And I'm like, you're the worst with evidence. <laughs> <laughs> you just drop it on him. She starts trying to fumble to get it. And there's this weird like, I don't know sexual tension yeah it was kind of awkward that feels so forced and not really there <laughs> he's like take your time that one scene almost made me wonder if they were actually together at the end of the movie they are are they like a couple i assumed that that's really yeah how so, it so did me. i but i didn't like and really see anything to confirm it not yeah. in the end of this <laughs> book but i guess later on they get married really? oh at the end of this one it sure <clears throat> seems like they're a couple yeah i mean they were on the same place but it was a christmas party at the same time too so yeah but she's like leaning over him and trying to get it and there's this moment <clears throat> of them locking eyes and <laughs> yeah and during all this she's she's blocking the catheter yeah. <laughs> she's crimping his pee tube which is really hot. That's when I started getting like, oh, okay, I get it now. Now I'm aroused. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, which makes him go into another seizure. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works either. Thelma sh shows up. <laughs> His catheter's blocked, which straight up is like, it's your fault. <laughs> you did this. Blocked his P-tube. I don't know how that would give him a seizure. <laughs> well, you've obviously never had your P-tube blocked, Bob. <laughs> What's the matter, woman? You don't want to talk about the P-tube? You don't want me to talk about the P-tube. How does it work if you're paralyzed and you have a seizure and your whole body's convulsing? It's your fixed, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't feel the pain below the areas you but just don't feel But how's your body moving? Yeah, because you think you're not supposed to be able to move. <laughs> the electrical impulses That's, don't reach yeah. that part of the spine anymore. It was just something to maybe go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's because you you can't make your own mind move things maybe it's just something like 
involuntary. Yeah. Right, like, but you that, don't have the involuntary when a, <clears throat> a body dies. You still have movement. Yeah. It's when, when you're paralyzed from a spinal injury, you, your spine can no longer send electricity from your brain to those parts of the spine that would control yeah. those limbs. So right. even if he's having a seizure, his they head should only be move. moving. Yeah. And maybe his fingers that's and what, shoulders. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Because I know when my mom had seizures, there was some times where you, the, people can seize when only the eye flickering, like you, and they're just sitting normal and you have no idea they're having a seizure. I had no clue about that, but there's no movement at all in their body and they're having seizures. I said that spine stuff with such confidence and I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, movies against time, none of us are medical professionals. And if you have any questions, please speak. Please go see your doctor. Of your medical professional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is possible to convulse like that if you're paralyzed. Yeah. But I, don't, I don't know. But it just seemed odd. Yeah, the way paralyzation was explained to me and how I've always understood it is you can't send electricity to that yeah, no more. Yeah. That's where they, they get that last piece of paper and they're putting it all together. And he's like, Thelma, get in here. You're the queen of puzzles. <laughs> yeah. No, she's not. She's the queen of Latifas. <laughs> I guess that's what she likes doing on her spare time. I mean, it was a little Easter egg. They had to throw that word queen in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I watched the review from Roger Ebert. Did you? Like the old TV show was on YouTube, and I watched that where he reviewed this movie. And they show this scene of them putting the paper together and showing the face, the woman's face, mm-hmm. in the review. Oh, really? Like that's That's a pretty big thing to just put out before anybody sees the movie <laughs> you, you have to wait an hour and 40 minutes to see that yeah <laughs> I thought that was weird they had the same take though of like it, it's it's a bummer that you had no chance of guessing the killer yeah yeah yeah. it just wasn't a possibility no one could have no unless you pause the movie at the beginning over that article yeah yeah <laughs> you might have an idea <laughs> and even then that doesn't really tell you anything no no it could have been random articles that were thrown out. I mean, they say the name Richard Hansen, I think, but they don't say that's his name when you meet him in the movie. It's yeah. just, they call him Richard. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. That's it. Yeah. Like in the book, they didn't even really give you lots of clues to who he was either. The only thing they gave you, which would have been so easy in the movie to put in, was um, when he came to change, check the heart monitor, there was a bone laying down. And it caught his interest, and he kept gl- like glaring at the bone. They could have easily done that with the heart monitor guy in the movie, where it wouldn't have taken that long just to give, show you that he's interested and he's transfixed on something. But they couldn't even do that. Yeah, he's like a blink and, and you'll miss him character. Yeah, yeah, like you don't see him more than four minutes on screen, or even less. Yeah, I that's a lot. Less. That's generous. <laughs> it's like forty seconds Maybe worth 30 of screen seconds, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no his, idea. His whole part. line is just like. Hey, this thing's not working so good, so I'm going to bring you a new one tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Hey, here it is. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. yeah oh, thanks for rushing that. No problem. Never see him again until the very end where it's like, it was me the whole time. <laughs> Even Velma wouldn't have figured that out. No, no. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The, the last clue was just silly. Oh, this is where she goes to the... They, they, they put that together. They realize it's a face from a publishing logo from an old book and... And the weird, creepy librarian guy. Yes, yeah, so she goes to the <laughs> library, and there's he. He kind of gives you a weird feeling, like he it does. might be him. Can I help you? Just the way he looks at her, and they have that dark area in the library or the bookstore. Yeah, she finds the book, The Bone Collector, a novel that I'm assuming isn't for kids. 
<laughs> yeah. But has all the pictures. <clears throat> How many books do you find that are adult novels that just have pictures all over the thing <laughs> that happen to be the exact picture that we saw of the scenes? More pretty in the convenient. Past than yeah, older now. books. Yeah, they would do it like one, way, way older. Yeah, one uh, picture per chapter they would give you. I don't know. She just like loosely rifles through this this novel that she finds, and like every page she turns to is a picture of one of the crime scenes. Yeah, there wouldn't be that many, but it'd be like one picture per novel. No, I've seen chapter. books where like there's a little a little image, a little illustration above like the chapter. Right. But not in the middle of a chapter, a huge picture to show you what they're talking about in the book. That's a picture book for children. <laughs> it could be teenage fiction. Because you gotta think if you need pictures to tell people what you're saying in the book, you're not very good at writing books. <laughs> Maybe they should just watch a movie. That's how they get the clue that it's the next the next one's going to be on water. Which every one of those pictures in the book looks exactly the way the scene looked. Yeah. Except for this next one. Which yeah, looks it was nothing off. It was like off. Yeah, yeah, it looked nothing like the way the book showed it. it. It I mean it was still the same idea. It was two people uh, they, they, were, they were hanging from a rope off the docks. Yeah. This one was in submerged in the water. They were right. submerged in the water tied to a post. She gets there in time to save the, the little girl, yes. but not the grandpa. Right. She jumps in that water and then jumps back out and starts looking through clues and finds a map and stuff. And she is bone dry. I know. It's the first time in <laughs> yeah. any of these. Like I you guys have it. mentioned it before in other movies where like they got dry real quick. And I, I never really noticed it. But this one, she is so dry. <laughs> they completely messed that up. They forgot yeah. what was happening. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's in charge of continuity screwed that up big time. She, she, the next, what's funny is like this clue is a map with the circle of where the next thing is, but the circle is to an area right next to it. Yeah. Like that's the clue this time she is went like a block away. Yeah. Not even. It, it seemed yeah. like she just got off the pier and went through a door. Yeah. <clears throat> interesting clue. <laughs> Which they're right on the water and that's a weird place to find an underground cavern. Yeah. <laughs> the underground cavern she finds looks exactly part, part the subway. where the Ninja Turtles live. <laughs> like I'm yeah. pretty sure that's where the turtles are living at. I thought their abode was a little better. Yeah. She starts putting together clues there, but she doesn't have... Which it looks like a bomb went off in a subway station in that tunnel she went into. Yeah, it does. Why, why are the train cars so crooked and standing up know. on end and, and upside down and all that? Godzilla. <laughs> That's where Godzilla was making those babies. <laughs> Matthew Broderick was helping. Yeah. She starts putting together clues. The 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 numbers on the train have been changed. Yep. She starts she 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 can't contact Ryan. Yeah, when she went in the building, she lost contact. Right. So she has to do this one herself. And she kind of does that moment. Which that that was kind of cool. She has that moment of going through images in her head. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. There's stuff in this movie I do like. It's yeah. just it sucks because the acting is phenomenal. No one's a bad actor in this. Everyone's no. doing their job perfect. It's just the story seemed stupid to me. The script was weak. Yeah. I, I thought the way they put everything together was just kind of cut and paste. But anyway, so she starts doing that, and that's really cool. She realizes the numbers on the train is the exact same numbers as the badge number for Rhymes right. that was on his shelf or whatever. <clears throat> she realizes he's gonna kill he's gonna kill Rhymes next. And then we see Rooker rushing over to his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> all pissed Pops off. Pops out of the car, runs into the building. Yeah, wearing black gloves. Yep. <laughs> this sucks, though. This is when Thelma gets it. Yep. I hate that they killed Thelma. I know. And they didn't even have to. 
They had a scene where she still lived. They literally didn't Yeah, that was the alternate ending of the Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. She kept her. <laughs> she answers the door. Oh, it's you. What are you doing here? I mean, of course, we don't see the face. Yeah. He just has a knife behind his back, stabs her. We... We fully think it's it's Rooker because they just showed us him walking into the building. <laughs> I know. It's like the, the most asinine red herring. It's like, here I am walking into the building, and I'm in the building, and I'm not me. Yeah. <laughs> right up to the last minute, they're trying to make you believe it was him. It's not even like a gruesome kill. Like, he has a knife behind his back, and then you just see kind of Queen Latifah go like, <clears throat> like she'd been stabbed. Yeah. But the reason they took her out of the ending is they felt it was too unbelievable that she would survive her injuries. Being stabbed in the gut. Yeah. No. Like, if she was shot with a steam pipe, I would find it unbelievable (laughs) she'd even have skin to cut with a saw. (laughs) Like, that was unbelievable, but that's ridiculous. Lincoln got a blade in his side, didn't he? I don't know. Does he get stabbed? I feel like he did. I I don't remember seeing him get cut. I don't think he gets the chance to stab him. Yeah, that was kind of... I mean, he's pretty tough for a cripple. Dude, <laughs> he holds up pretty well. I love that final fight. <laughs> yeah, was I was happy as hell for that part. <laughs> so he stabs, he stabs her, and she falls down. And then you see Rooker's body laying there too. Yeah, then you see that he's dead too. Now you know it's not him. Finally, right. then he goes into the apartment, and Rhymes is calling out her name. No answer. Nobody's answering. Nobody's Someone's answering. using the sink. No yeah. answer. He 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 puts his bed into emergency mode. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. He drops the bed down into autopilot. <laughs> you should have started on that phone call a little bit sooner, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of weird that the knife's behind his back and it's completely clean, and then we see that he killed Rooker. Yeah, yeah. did he use a different knife? I think he might have been washing his hands and the knife as he was. No, it's before he got to the sink. Oh. It's when he's at the door and she opens it. I didn't it. see that. Yeah, th- we see the knife behind his back as she's talking like, oh, it's you. What are you doing here? Knife's clean. But Maybe there's a body. like a hanky in his pocket. I know. I'm being nitpicky now. <laughs> he's a killer. He's got knives in every pocket. <laughs> but it comes around the corner and it's like, oh my God, it was Richard from earlier in the movie. Richard from an hour and 30 minutes ago. You probably <laughs> forgot because we did. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Hated it. Hated that. I get that's the way they wrote the book. But no, they didn't. They didn't? No. It wasn't him? No. Who was it? Really? It was his doctor. And his doctor had so many more parts. <laughs> what the fuck? So they changed the killer? Yeah. To an even stupider thing? <laughs> because in the book, they have the regular doctor. Then they have this doctor he has come in that's supposed to take him to his final destination because his doctor refused to. That's dumb. (laughs) But they had more parts and more scenes. So at least you had an idea. Like this guy's not even a doctor. He's not. He's just a guy that worked on the machine that bleeped. Yeah. Medical tech. Yeah. (laughs) It's the only job he could get after he went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. All this stuff we find out now, an hour and 58 minutes into the movie, just... Actually, the reason I did it was because of this thing that you guys didn't know about. It's and all your fault. That was a big fuck you moment. He's like, me. I never even met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight up Thanos. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, in the book, it's the doctor because Lincoln accidentally didn't look at the crime scene the right way. And he didn't get to the place in time. And the doctor lost his family and other things. So you get all this backstory about yeah. it before the end. 
That that would have been fun. If they made it the doctor, at least you could have put together like, oh yeah, this is doctor that has to leave for a couple days, and that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I hate it. I hate that it's him. I hate it's Richard. <laughs> so many other people. I get it can't be Cheney because that's your red herring. That's the one you, we want it right, to be. Yeah. So of course it can't be him. Yeah. But it could have been Ed O'Neill's partner. It could have been his doctor. It could have been Louise Guzman. Could have been Ed O'Neill. Could have been Ed O'Neill. It could have been her boyfriend from the beginning that wanted more time with her. Yeah. Why? Richard. <laughs> he does. He's going over his reasons. Why? And he's like, and I went to prison. Because I guess uh, Lincoln had said that he was messing up evidence on purpose, like planting evidence on scenes. And oh, yeah. he says he didn't, but you didn't give yeah. me a chance to defend myself. So I went to jail. You know what happens to cops in prison? I was there for six years. I became their toilet. I became a human toilet for six years. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> That's an image. For a second, I'm like, oh, I feel you, dog. I would be killing too. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I was a human toilet. <laughs> Even now, talking about it feels weird. Yeah. Because how does that work? <clears throat> Logistically, how do you make a person a human toilet? You have people hold them down, open his mouth, and you poo or you pee. And there you go. It's a human toilet. Swallow, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And just think, there's sex fetishes where people like that. So that's really disgusting. Yeah, don't stop. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) That's jail in a nutshell. That's pretty much it. <laughs> then we have our final fight between our tetraplegic. Yeah. Best scene ever. Versus a fully capable serial killer. And guess who wins? <laughs> the tetraplegic. Well, I mean, almost. He put up a really good fight. He was kind of saved, sure saved at the end, but. <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean,. If you're going to incapacitate somebody using a hospital bed and they weigh so much and the force of the impact of it crashing on your hand is a really good way to do it. Yeah, he's like leaning over Denzel talking about how he's going to cut him up and turn him. He he knows that his biggest fear was being a vegetable. He's like, do you want to be an apple? Or not an apple. I guess that's not really a vegetable, is it? An apple? Carrot. (laughs) Yeah, carrot. I think he said eggplant. Zucchini. He definitely didn't say apple. That was just me. But uh, he kind of sticks with zucchini. Yeah. But as he's leaning over him with his hand on his bed, Rhymes throws the bed down and it slams down on his hand. And he actually has to pull his hand kind out. And you see, yeah. you see the skin come off the bone as he's pulling his hand off of it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a good time for the serial killer to be a little bit transfixed and just admiring his bones as it was in pain. So how sick he was in the head, but they didn't take the opportunity. But yeah. I feel like that would have been a good thing to show how his mind is broken. Right. He throws him off the bed and is on top of him getting ready to kill him. And that's when rhyme starts whispering something. <laughs> yeah. It was a trap. <laughs> what? What are you saying? I think he was saying, come closer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> At that point, we had turned on subtitles, and there's nothing. It just says whispering. Yeah. yeah. But he gets closer to here, and that's when Rhymes bites into his neck. Yeah. Ooh. Like, rips a chunk out of it. I feel like if if, if, uh, if Amelia didn't show up, he probably would have bled out. 
He might have, yeah. Yeah, he bites his carotid artery and just rips <laughs> it out. There's not coming back from yeah, that. He's bleeding pretty good. Yeah. No way. That's awesome. Because <laughs> you, and for some reason, I don't know what it is about just Denzel Washington, but like even when he's hovering over him, and he, we, I know the man can't move. He's he's quadriplegic. He's just scary. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like he ain't got him yet. <laughs> Denzel's gonna do something, man. Yeah. He, there's no way Denzel just loses a fight, <laughs> even though he's a quadriplegic. I didn't. There was no point where I'm like, oh, he's just gonna kill him. No, <laughs> no. Donahue shows up, pow, pow, shoots him in the back with the revolver, yep. saves the Dizzy for Shizzer. <laughs> I mean that that scene alone saved the movie for me. <laughs> just him they fighting back. They had to back. have a good part at the it's end. So yeah, good. good. I was happy with that. <laughs> I did not. I, I never in a million years would I imagine I would have loved the fight scene between the quadriplegic and the serial killer. <laughs> yeah. That came from the book. Yeah. Go book. Go author. Of course. <laughs> of course, the only good things came from the book, and only the terrible things are what the studio was deciding. This would be better. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the year. Uh, was it a year later? The Christmas. It feels that way. I didn't know this was a Christmas movie. <laughs> just any excuse to make it a Christmas movie yeah but yeah the, the Christmas party everybody's there except An for Thelma yeah and Angelina's putting all the Christmas presents and then all the police officers that he used to work with are all coming in and his sister and his niece that he hasn't seen for years because he cut him off it's our happy ending mm-hmm. so does anybody have any least favorite scenes I don't like it when they send her in for the train when he switches the numbers and everything. I feel like there was a better way they could have got the connection to he was trying to kill Lincoln. Yeah. There was definitely a better way to do it. Yeah, did that piece of uh, police badge that they found ever lead to anything? I think that was supposed to be the serial killer's old badge. Oh, maybe, yeah. That's what I took it as. I mean, they found it and they talked about it, but they never... She just like, kind of came to any conclusion about it. Yeah, as far as I know, she just kind of says it could be a badge. Yeah. Well, she didn't give it to anyone. That was the one she just threw in her pocket because Detective <clears> Howard <throat> was there, and he didn't. He was going to arrest her. Cheney, Captain Cheney. Oh, yeah. yeah, Captain Cheney was going to arrest her at the scene, and she ran off and did her own thing. You messed yourself up. You wrote I the did. note wrong. <laughs> now I see why you keep saying Howard. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. It was just weird that that was the clue that was like, oh, and this clue will lead her right next door. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the only thing that makes sense with that was he knew he was going to go for him then, and he was just trying to send him on a wild goose chase to to mess up time, but he didn't time it right. Amelia figured it out too quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he thought anyone else would get the badge number as much. Denzel put up a longer fight than he expected to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. When I think of a scene I didn't like for these movies, usually I'm trying to th- find a scene that I feel like you could have cut and the movie's either the same or better. Yeah. Oh, I'd been with, fine with the first part with Amelia when they introduced her. I feel like they could have done something better with that one. Like with her and that guy? And yeah. Because like, be you don't more. see him again. Yeah, he's nothing. Yeah, that was just a weird, awkward scene. He and, wasn't even a police officer during the movie, was he? Because I kept looking for him and I couldn't find him. Yeah. I don't think so. He, and, and they were kind of hiding the fact that she was the cop, too. You feel that in that scene? Because they, they showed her sitting there, and it showed the uniform, and it showed him in bed. Maybe, yeah. And then when the uniform was being put on, it didn't show that she was actually the one putting the uniform on. 
Right. Until it was she finally closed the And shirt. I don't know where this nude scene was that they cut. Yeah. Um, that that might have made that scene make more sense. Yeah, I don't know. There might have been another scene where she met up with him again. Who knows? Yeah. The only place it could go is like she said I'm taking a shower. Yeah. Like, that's the only Or another scene with that guy. Yeah. And without that nude scene, maybe we don't need that scene with that guy. We don't need the guy being like, my therapist says I can't bang no more with you. <laughs> like, that made sense. Like, I I got it, but I only got it when I watched the movie a couple of times. Like, she is not, at this point in time, she is not mentally capable of forming a connection with somebody. The only thing she's doing is sexual connections because she doesn't want to let anyone in. She doesn't want to deal with loss of people. She yeah. she isolates herself. The fact that they go into that with she's been living in her apartment for a year. She doesn't yeah, have like, anything out of box. Right, but that that that's, that, that proves <clears throat> the point of we didn't need that first scene. Is they're gonna te- they're gonna show us all that throughout yeah. the movie. So we didn't need this one weird guy to be like, we should bang less. Or, you know. Well, it wasn't saying we should bang less. He was saying, will you sit for a breakfast with me? Will you do something with me besides right. for having sex? I need a connection with you mentally. It's not about sex. She's good with that. She'll do that every night. You're fighting a hard battle, but I got to tell you, it's still my least favorite scene, and I think it could be cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're no, not turning fine. me. <laughs> Just the fact that it's so out of nowhere, just this weird cartoonish man. Yeah, and and, and for nothing, for no one, for no, nothing, nothing will happen again with him. I think the scene with Rooker and and Angelina Jolie in the police department was unnecessary too. Oh, where they're really, just staring at each other yeah, at the desk. That felt that. like they didn't know what to do with those characters for that moment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, but that at least leads to her getting the evidence off of his desk. He could have just as easily told her to get off the case anywhere else. Yeah. That. You're fired. Yeah, you're you're suspended. Have to be awkwardly sitting in that room. <laughs> now you sit with me. <laughs> favorite scenes? My favorite one was the rats eating the body. It's pretty good. <laughs> I love that. I wish they had left the guy living like they did in the book, though. But oh well. Oh, my favorite scene was the fight at the end. I know mine too, but I wasn't going to pick it because I knew you were picking it. <laughs> For sure. I mean, like so that would have been mine too, but I knew everyone's going to pick it. Right. The second. It's the obvious favorite scene. It. it Guys, it's a great scene. If you haven't seen Never this movie, expect him to fucking fight back like that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch the fight scene. I almost wish we didn't say it so you could watch it if you hadn't seen yeah. it and see how great this fight scene is. But uh, I love this stuff with Latifa. Yeah, I'm sorry, Queen Latifa, <laughs> Queen of Puzzles, where she's like he's going into the seizure and she's like all over him, putting the patch on his chest and and yeah. resuscitating him. Just curious. Is that her original name, or did she change it later on? No, no. Her name was... I, I looked it up earlier. Because, I mean, if that was her original name, her mother was a badass. Go mama. <laughs> no, she she picked that name to <laughs> when she became a rapper. Well, she's still a badass for herself. <laughs> Dana Elaine Owens. Yeah. It's so pretty. Hey, weird fact about Dana Elaine Owens. What? Her dog was killed by Caesar Milan's pit bull. What? Oh, goodness. Yeah, she was having her dog trained with Caesar Milan, and his pit bull killed it. Wow. And he lied and told his staff to tell her it was hit by a car, and she wow. sued him for it. That's crazy. <laughs> Looked into more of that, and I'm like, that's weird. I, I wouldn't picture him as that kind of guy. And then and then you, you find, like, one of the first Google things for Caesar Milan is, why was 
dog whisperer canceled. And then it turns out there was this 10,000 name petition the people had done to get him off the air. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> because he was using something about, he did something on the show where he used a pig as bait or huh. something. I don't know. It's weird. He's a weird dude. He took a lot of chances. I mean, there was a couple episodes with his son training with animals that I would never let my child near. Yeah. But that's me. <laughs> and then I guess the same dog that, that attacked and killed Queen Latifah's dog also attacked other people. Wow. And like it was known that he would escape and do this. He needs to <laughs> whisper a little better at that dog. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know why. A weird well, Caesar Milan fact. Maybe the dog for... was hard of hearing. I don't know. Hey, maybe. He <laughs> couldn't hear the whispers. <laughs> Speak up, idiot. <laughs> Should we rate this thing? I give it an eight. Eight. I'm going to seven. Yeah, I mean, they want seven so bad they can have it. It's a seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you like what you heard, you can subscribe through any podcast catcher you use. We put episodes out every other Wednesday or Thursday. Mostly Wednesday is what we're shooting for, but sometimes it's Thursday because life happens. Yeah. just <laughs> It's not like one of these podcasts out there where there's 14 guys on staff. I get so mad. Some <laughs> yeah. of the podcasts I listen to, they do like YouTube videos that you can watch them do the podcast. Yeah. And they've got like four people behind the booth. Uh, yeah. It's just me here with this thing I have to turn around and adjust. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough of that complaining. Uh, we have an email. Moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. You can... Is it follow us on Instagram? Follow us on yeah. Instagram. Movies Against. Movies Against. Twitter at Movies Against. We really don't use the Twitter. I don't even know why I keep saying it. I don't think I've ever posted anything on the Twitter. Yeah, the Instagram is what we're primarily on, but right. we should probably start share, at least sharing that stuff to Twitter. I know. <laughs> I need a team of guys behind the booth <laughs> yeah, doing no all doubt. this stuff. And until next time, I was a human toilet. <laughs>